Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Learning. IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. Get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com NPR. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Janine Herbst. Former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley is questioning former President Trump's mental competence. As NPR's Tamara Keith reports, she's sharpening her criticism heading into the New Hampshire primary that takes place next Tuesday. At a rally in Concord Friday night, Trump was complaining that no one talks about the size of his crowd on January 6th when he seemed to blame Haley for rioters overrunning the Capitol. Nikki Haley is in charge of security. They're saying he got confused. Nikki Haley, who wasn't in government or anywhere near Washington in 2021, responded Saturday morning at her own smaller rally. We can't have someone else that we question whether they're mentally fit to do this. We can't. It was one of her biggest applause lines. Tamara Keith, NPR News, Keene, New Hampshire. Israel has agreed to allow shipments of flour bound for Gaza to flow through an Israeli port near the enclave. The White House announced this after a phone call between President Biden and Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. NPR's Becky Sullivan has more from Tel Aviv. The announcement comes after the heads of three U.N. agencies had called on Israel to open its port in Ashdod, about 20 miles north of Gaza, to shipments of humanitarian aid. An Israeli official told NPR a significant amount of flour is due to enter, followed by more over time, for millions of dollars worth in total. Flour and other food assistance arrives daily to southern Gaza, but aid groups say much more is needed, including in northern Gaza, which is mostly inaccessible from the south due to fighting and damaged roads. For many Palestinians, every day is spent struggling to find clean water and food. The UN warns that Gaza's entire population of 2.2 million people is at imminent risk of famine. Becky Sullivan, NPR News, Tel Aviv. It's been bitterly cold with heavy snows, gusty winds and rain in much of the country these past couple of weeks. And more is on tap for this weekend. The National Weather Service says another Arctic blast will bring dangerous wind chills from the plains to the east coast, with the southeast up through the northeast dealing with frigid temperatures today, too. But forecaster Bob Orovic says, hang on, warmer weather is on the way soon. There's approximately 132 million people there under some type of winter advisory, wind chill advisories, hard freeze warnings, um, winter storm warnings. So it's definitely a highly impactful weather event over the next two days before we see a more moderating of the temperatures next week. And that means temperatures above freezing from the Midwest up to New England, which will help with that melting snow. Temperatures in the mid-Atlantic could hit the mid-50s next week. And officials say over the past two weeks, the weather is blamed for at least 55 deaths around the country. You're listening to NPR News. Across Germany, tens of thousands of people turned out to protest the far right. Today's demonstrations are the latest in a series that have been gaining momentum in recent days. They come in the wake of a report that right-wing extremists recently met to discuss the deportation of millions of immigrants, including some with German citizenship. Police say an afternoon protest in Frankfurt to 35,000 people, and additional protests are planned for tomorrow in other major German cities, including Berlin, Munich, and Cologne, And they're also expected to draw tens of thousands of participants. 
A tutu worn by Sarah Jessica Parker in the cult HBO TV series Sex in the City sold at auction for $52,000. NPR's Chloe Veltman says the skirt was originally estimated to fetch up to $12,000. The airy ballet skirt made out of layers of white tulle and a satin waistband became famous after Sarah Jessica Parker wore it with a pink tank top in Sex in the City's opening credits. The camera pulls back to reveal the skirt just as a bus splashes Parker's character, girl about town Carrie Bradshaw, with water. The skirt drew 24 bids at a January Julian's auction sale in Los Angeles. According to the auctioneer's website, costume designer Patricia Field found it in the $5 bin in a store in New York's Garment District. The tutu went on to make an appearance in the 2008 Sex and the City movie. Chloe Veltman, NPR News. And I'm Janine Herbst. NPR News in Washington.